Hey everybody, welcome back to the Unmask Me Now podcast. So I wanted to put this episode out and talk all about the Freedom Convoy 2022 that has taken place in Ottawa. And I just wanted to say that I must have watched over 40 hours of live streaming video from multiple cameras, multiple angles, uh, multiple streamers. And there is no hate there. I can honestly say that, you know, after the authoritarians go in and smash up some skulls, and this is all over, that um, people will go back and take a look at this and make this a benchmark for what protests should be. Um, They brought in bounce houses for kids. They were feeding the homeless. All the food was free. That was coming in. It was funded by the donations. And it was it was a beautiful symbol of hope, or it is a beautiful symbol of hope, because I'm going to be publishing this right away. And there was one person that stuck out that's doing an excellent job of live streaming. He's bringing in all the streams, and that's the um, Portland Andy. So if you want to see this and watch it all live, just go type in Portland Andy on YouTube and you can see it for yourself. But it's amazing. Um, I, I can't speak highly enough of the Canadian citizenry for what they're doing. They're sitting there and they're standing their ground. And it's just not a white, like a white thing of what people are saying, you know, a bunch of white people. No, I, the one lady that's actually running it is half Indian and, or she has some Indian descent in her background of some sorts. So I don't necessarily think that this is something that's that's evil in nature. I think it's probably the best thing that you could see coming out of uh, civil discourse. And it's funny because the media tells you protests like Black Lives Matter are peaceful and blah, 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 blah. Meanwhile, there's fire and you know, destruction in the background. And then you look at this and they're saying they're white supremacists and they're Nazis. And you look at the background here and there's kids playing on bounce houses and people singing Oh Canada. It doesn't make any sense. And I think that's whenever you know the jig's up, right? Whenever you know you've been defrauded. Whenever you look for yourself and you see, wait a minute, this something's not adding up here. And whenever the government has to go to those sort of extremes in order to mask a truly peaceful protest, um, then you know there's something wrong. I personally think that this could all be over if somebody would just come out and say, hey, here's our roadmap for getting out of the pandemic. The numbers are going down. Once they hit this level, we're going to go here, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. I'm listening to Parliament, and the only thing they talk about is vaccination and vaccination rates from the liberal side of the House, and which would be our Democrats. And it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Vaccinations have nothing to do with this. We could get... Uh, if you mean to tell me we can get 99.9% of people vaccinated, right? Like, I myself, I'm vaccinated. I've had both shots, but I'm not getting a booster. That's my choice. But you mean to tell me if we get 90% of the population vaccinated, that's not going to be good enough? we got to get 100? So Bob down the street doesn't want to get a vaccine. He's going to cost us from reopening fully. And they'll say, well, you know, now you're just being ridiculous. Well, no. 
because there's no plan in place. There's no end in sight. That's what people are pissed about. They're not pissed about, you know, the pandemic or getting a vaccine, not getting a vaccine. They're pissed because of the fact that it's always one more thing, one more thing. And no, it's over. It's done. I don't care if you bought 65 million more doses of the Pfizer vaccine than there are people in the United States. That's not my problem. That's your problem for being a wasteful steward of the U.S. tax dollar. My problem is I want my life back. I want to be able to go into a store and not have to wear a mask. I want to be able to go to a restaurant and not have to show proof of vaccination. And that's what these Canadians want to do. Because it's a slippery slope. And the one thing, and I'm going to ramble on here probably longer than seven minutes. The one thing that just disgusts me is the fact that you have these people out here who just want to be heard and want their voices heard. And the government doesn't want to listen to them. Even the conservatives on some level don't want to listen to them. If I was a conservative, which would be more like a Republican in America, I would tell them, At the session of Parliament, I would say, listen, you people do whatever you want to do in here. You want to bullshit and, you know, say things and make yourself feel good. I'm going to go outside and meet with the people that are outside. Nobody has done that. Now, today's Monday. And there is, uh, from what I hear, a federal negotiator that's going to be on, on board. But I've also heard that they talked to the RCMP and have gotten gotten police, and you can find all this out through the live streams, which is just amazing. Um, The RCMP is going to be sending in a special unit that is designed to essentially go in there, start arresting people, and hauling them out of there. And supposedly, they're going to be using a special technology that is going to shut off cell cell service in the immediate area. Now, doesn't that sound great? Trudeau, who can't even come out of his house, can't even make a public statement on it, is going to sit there and use technology in order to silence the voices. And a lot of people say, well, why the hell do you care? You're not even Canadian. You're right. I shouldn't care. But I do care. You want to know why? Because our constitutions align very similarly. And what happens there will happen here. And if we can't have a voice, if those people can't have a voice, then it's going to come here next and we're not going to have a voice. I don't want this. I don't want this for my kids. I don't want this at all. You know, it's funny. I watched the nightly news last night and they're talking about cases falling and this and that, and they're finally starting to come around to the fact that we probably shouldn't have our kids wearing masks in schools. But who's going to pay for this? Ultimately, nobody. Because those who make the rules don't get punished and can break the rules. One thing to look out for this weekend as we approach the Super Bowl is that L.A. has an indoor mask mandate. Where's the Super Bowl going to be played? In a stadium. I wonder how many people are actually going to be enforcing or following the indoor mask mandate. So it's okay to have mandates that nobody follows. It's not okay to have mandates at all. What happened to freedom of choice? 
Simply put, I know heroin's bad for me, but if I go and do it, that's my choice. And if not getting vaccinated causes me to die through some sort of, you know, unlucky draw of the 0.01%, then that's just the way it is. But with the Omicron coming out, uh, which, oh, thank God for that. Thank God for Omicron. Omicron is peaking everywhere. And I mean everywhere. And it's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. There have been um, six cases reported in the Washington, D.C. area. About 1,000 cases reported in Pennsylvania. Uh, I clicked on a few of the states just to see. Our numbers are down to about 60,000. And you can call me a conspiracy theorist on this. But I've got, a, I've got an idea of how this is going to roll out. We're going, to be, we're going to be tucked away in our houses for this month. Joe Biden, the savior of America, is going to come out on March 1st and be like, during his quasi State of the Union address, which I'm, I can't wait to see this guy speak for two and a half hours in front of Congress and millions of people. But they're going to make an announcement that, oh, we beat COVID, it's behind us, we did everything we can, God bless America. And, you're gonna, and you'll get some of your freedoms back then. That's what I think. Because I think they know that where Americans are vastly different than Canadians, and if millions of people show up in Washington, D.C. with tractor trailers and with all this stuff, it's going to cause a lot of problems. And... You can't stop people from coming to the nation's capital. And it's going to cause a lot of pain. And, and not saying, you know, people are going to get violent or anything. But, you know, even, even those that live in Ottawa are like, whoa, this is crazy. And what I mean by pain and by problems is congestion, overpopulation, you know, a division between the police forces and the citizenry and the protesters. That sort of collateral damage pain that always comes into effect. So that's going to wrap it up for this episode. If you can, as always, pass this, uh, hand this out to your family and friends. And uh, I'll be back on Wednesday for another one. I think I'm going to talk a little bit about how the, and this is just the Olympics and why I'm boycotting them. I refuse to watch the Olympics. Essentially, <laughs> and I may not even talk about this uh, next time around. But the funniest thing is, is that they made the Russian and Canadian women's hockey team wear masks while they were on the ice, ice skating and playing their game. You fucking believe that? Is that crazy or what? I mean, I know you go to the Olympics, you do your thing, but I think I would have just thrown my hands up at that point and been like, I'm done. I'll see you guys later. It ain't worth it. I mean, because one girl popped positive and, you know, I, I don't know. Well, have a great day.